conferences, long agendas, big venues, always on your feet, barely getting to see the people that you want to see, and then, of course, the expense. Well, the three of us at Good Morning Hospitality are launching Good Morning Retreats. Our first retreat is this July 8th through the 10th at the Horse Hospitality Training School in Auburn, Alabama. If you go to goodmorningretreats.com, you'll find out more information about our first retreat that we're launching. We have already filled half the slots. We have 20 available and we have about 13 already filled. So make sure you go there, you apply, show your interest, and we'll get you all situated for our first ever Good Morning Retreat. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. And now, back to the episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally, many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts, and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at will, with one L, W-I-L, at slicktalkmedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's rentals.torescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to, again, provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Boom. Good morning. What Good is morning. up, my guys? Dude, best Monday ever. It's going to be a big week. Had a, <laughs> had a normal feeling weekend out and about in public. And yeah, it's uh, the tides are turning in very good ways. I'm in the office. I think one of the first podcasts I'm in the office, right? So as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's a new, new, uh, new beginning for all of us. It's very exciting. How's everybody doing? At the end of the year, we're going to have a live stream podcast from the bedroom office in Krakow. Special edition. Yes. 
Yes. Come on, it's a special topic today, so I had to do a special location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very special topic. Uh, we got multiple things we're talking about today. Uh, lodging, living, uh, loyalty, the three L's, I guess you L-L-L. would call it. LLL, that's what the episode is today. Um, live, life, love, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. kidding. Uh, but no, really excited about this episode. Really excited to see you guys again. So just before we get into interruption, what's with the noise? Uh, and our on our topic of the week, anything exciting, new, you know, any updates from your guys' side of the world that you want to share? Ross, you take the lead. Yeah, well, and here's still restricted. I see the messages that the U.S. is doing quite okay, recovering. Um, you can see the U.K. starting, people sitting on terrorism. And here's still limited. They opened Netherlands. You can see at least you can be outside. So it's, it seems to be things are restarting and recovering a bit. Still a lot of in here in Poland, quite a lot of restrictions, but uh, I think people are getting hope now, more when people are getting vaccinated. So again, you see as well that the industry as well starts seeing the the, 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 the light. So I'm positive. It was a good week last week. Um, yeah, still a lot of things happening all around us and stuff. We'll talk about them in a second. But, uh, yeah. So it's all good and it was nice to be in the office. I'm here more often, but somehow never on Monday. I don't know why, but now it's nice to be here. That's awesome. Yeah, for me, uh, life is slowly getting back to normal. I've got three trips planned in May, uh, probably more coming down the pike. Uh, The weather here is perfect, so we spent all weekend outside in public at little festivals around town. Uh, It's little spring festival season. And getting out and about in public in Alabama where they're – there were zero deaths in my county last week, the last seven days, which is awesome. So all of the restrictions are pretty much eased. There's no mask mandate, no restrictions on restaurants or bars or anything. And you, you don't realize what you've got till it's gone. And <laughs> yeah. once it's back, man, it's, uh, it's a sweet bite of the apple. I can't wait. I, love it. But I have to be a bit more patient. Yeah, once we once we get you over here, you'll be you'll be happy and, and living Sound, life. <laughs> Sound good. Perfect. Well, hey, so before we go into bidruption and what's with the noise, I actually have a special little uh I would say two minute segment that we're gonna play um from our previous guest who was on the show a couple weeks ago. Tim Spiker from Bowie created something that he thought would be fun to do when it comes to revenue management and how hotels and vacation rentals in different cities and, and destinations can get ahead of the curve and uh, see these trends before they come. So we're going to play a new segment called Your Revenue Manage Minute. And Tim's going to go into certain destinations and events and all the other stuff on how managers, hotels, whatever, can adjust their rates accordingly and get ready to make some profits. So we're going to go into that and then we'll do interruption and what's with the noise. As the U.S. emerges from a once-in-a-century pandemic, many rental managers feel uncertain setting their rates for the recovery. This morning, let's take a look at some of the events shaping your booking environment over the next few months so you can set your rates with confidence. So starting in Louisville, a reduced-capacity Kentucky Derby still commands the highest ADRs of the year on April 30th. Looking to the summer, keep an eye out for June 11th with a couple of big events downtown and July 4th where high rates extend the whole week through July 10th. 
heading into late summer now, we're seeing too many managers miss the Bourbon and Beyond Festival, September 25th through 27th, and the Louder Than Life Festival, just headlined by Metallica on September 23rd. Now, that concert is actually part of a wave of metal concerts sweeping through the late summer and early fall. So Houston revenue managers won't want to miss August 17th, which Motley Crue is making the highest price night of the summer. And DC managers should welcome Judas Priest, whose rescheduled 50th anniversary tour lands at National Harbor on October 28th. Staying in the DMV now, rates are elevated all through September and October, but we are seeing inauguration-level ADRs for the AUSA conference October 11th through 13th. Finally, looking forward to 2022, we're seeing revenue managers in Los Angeles miss the Super Bowl. Yes, that Super Bowl on February 13th. Hotels are floating rates four times higher than normal for the weekend, but far too many managers are still underpriced for the biggest night of the year. What are you doing, guys? Well, looks like we're out of time for today. This has been your Revenue Manage Minute. Hi, good morning. Well, it's nice to do this time from the, from the office again in uh, the bedroom office. Um, this week, I want to mention the startup which comes from France. It's a startup called Blablacar. You might read about it in the last days. They did a quite nice investment round of $150 million. So quite nice. And actually what they want to build is this all-in-one travel app. And you can see quite some initiatives actually there that more companies want to build more like super apps uh, in travel, but also outside travel. So the super app kind of thing seems to be much more popular. Something also Bidum is working on to include much more functionality features into our app. Uh, so beside only a booking platform at the end, you can just also manage much more stuff around your journey in there. And again, I think the super trend, the super app is, will be a new trend in the coming year. And again, I think Babacar makes the right decision there. Um, again, congrats with amazing investment round. Uh, for people who don't know Blablacar, it's, an, it's a marketplace actually for carpooling. So if you want to travel from place to place, you can carpool. It works quite well, does quite well in, in Europe. Um, and again, quite nice uh, investment they completed. So uh, nice one to have. And I think it's nice to see there's new investments in, in the travel space uh, starting now. Um, last week was an interesting week. Quite a lot of things were scheduled. We had the iMeet Hotel uh, webinar, North America edition, where also Will uh, Slickers was, uh, was moderating. Uh, went quite well. I think it was a really nice event. And uh, the feedback was good. So you can check our website for more information. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the new ones. Also, I Meet Hotel, as I mentioned before, has a great podcast. And one of the last ones I talk about subscriptions as well. So pretty connected to the topic of the day, loyalty. Um, I was talking as well. I was speaking for the for university, the Berlin School of Business Innovation. I gave a master class there. It's always nice to talk. Uh, uh, new entrepreneurs want to do something in, in, uh, in the space of innovation and starting a company to tell them a bit more about our journey. Um, a really nice one was a SCIF conference was last week. The conference was actually dedicated to loyalty and subscriptions. And again, the word loyalty is coming back. So that's why it's the topic of the day. I did a nice, a nice uh, presentation there, if it, if it depends on me. So I guess uh, soon we'll share some parts of the presentation. You follow me on my LinkedIn. So it was nice to share a bit uh, some ideas and some learnings from how we think subscription has to be done. And don't forget, a really interesting one, we were planting trees. Yes, I know. We were planting trees, so we donated 30 trees to the forest of the Krakow Zoo. So we're, me and I think 12, 13 
uh, other Bitroom team members, we planned some trees. So we did something good on Earth Day. So there was uh, some events of last week. Um, going to be an interesting week this week again. So, uh, but I can't wait to learn uh, and hear more from Mr. Golden. So go back to you and to go back to your, uh, to your grandma now. In case you missed it, last week was the Shorties Awards. Um, if you are never on social media, then I can see how you would have missed it. But if you have any presence at all on social media, then there, it would have been impossible to have missed it. So uh, the guys at uh, IHM and, and Paul specifically did a really good job putting this program together. Congrats to all the winners. Uh, it will. It would take too long to, to cover each of them one by one, but a lot of really strong names winning and then some surprises, which is uh, always good to see uh, the cream rising to the top in the industry. So congrats to all those winners. Uh, well done, Paul, Piers, and, and the rest of the IHM team. Can't wait for it to be an in-person event next year. Uh, hopefully this was the last virtual event of the year before conference season spins up this fall. Uh, but that's it, guys. Yeah, <clears throat> you and I both are, I think, ready for more in-person. Oh, I think all of us, yeah, more, more in-person stuff. I can't wait to do an episode together in real life. Can't wait to go to conferences. I can't wait to do everything. Yeah, it's going to be so nice. I think the first of all, I'm just looking now, the, in here there's not much planned for the coming months so far. I think I'm one of the first ones who might be focused right in November in Miami. So invite me there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a record. number of short-term rental ones in September, October, and then focus right in, in November. So those are all good ones. Uh, yeah, maybe Skift as well, I think, in September, maybe New York. I didn't check it yet. Might be around this period as well. But let's see. Could be. Yeah, their short-term rental one is coming up soon, I think. I would even Skift. If Skift if one people from Skift are listening, uh, they should sponsor they, us or give because we just they did, mentioned they them so many times but we can only read the headlines so <laughs> <laughs> and the story made by ourselves right yeah we're just poor little podcast <laughs> here. Can't, can't so. hey maybe maybe that's what i'll just get next i'll just buy buy us all some skiffed premiums um yeah because we do a lot of their their articles but it's good stuff um i actually really like i want golden to take the start of this topic this week uh just because i think it's really really interesting um with the like the whole conversion of hotel to apartment to then possibly both uh who knows and then of course that goes into mr ross's favorite topic of loyalty and subscription and how that can play a big role like if a marriott or if a ihg hotel is converted um, what does that do for your loyal rewards members that either are gold, platinum, whatever? Um, you know, how does that affect their travel? Does that affect their stay? Um, all this type of stuff. So uh, we saw an article, um, not sure if it's actually from Skift or not, but talking about that. Uh, wouldn't have been able to read it if it was. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it talks about, you know, if you're struggling with occupancy, how you can convert your hotel rooms into apartments and still gain that, you know, somewhat 
monthly revenue uh, that you probably wouldn't get if you just let it sit there um, due to the lack of travel for hotels. Um, so, Mr. Golden, I'll let you take the take the mic because I think you have a good understanding yeah. um, with, when it comes to this topic as well. So I think this is something that Europeans have seen before, but it's pretty brand new in the U.S. of blending hotel properties with housing. I mean, the student hotel is one that comes to mind. Um, they have dorm style units for students. They also run it as a hotel. So it's basically short-term, mid-term and long-term housing. And there's a lot of hotels out there right now that are, are vacant, that have been closed for a year, that might not know how to reopen. Um, and unless they get converted, they might remain that way for, for a foreseeable future. And I think the blueprint from Zoku and Student Hotel and, and a few others in Europe is exciting to see happening in the U.S. and, and hopefully in a big way. Uh, we've talked a lot about flexible housing on this show and how we feel like that's a, a very big, important part of the future of hospitality. And this is a big, big step one. And I can only see this trend becoming super, super powerful and, and adopted <clears throat> really in the very near future. It's, it's not going to be long before these types of conversions happen and, and have to happen. And you, you can fold in various parts of, of travel, whether it's loyalty, whether it's um, perks, or whether it's a subscription to a brand, right? You can subscribe, like imagine a, a place where you live and you could also, sub, your subscription allows you to stay in properties that they have all over the country or all over the world. Like yeah. That's really cool. You, you're literally subscribing to, to housing, whether it's at your home or your belongings live or, or elsewhere. Uh, I think that is the coolest, coolest piece. And had that existed when I was younger and not married with kids, like it, it would have been something I jumped on right away. It, it's Well, we've seen a mutual, I think we've seen a mutual friend of ours, uh, Parker Stanberry with Oasis Collections. They did you know, something very similar and pretty successful in my understanding from conversations with him creating the Oasis Passport where they created a certain tier level uh, for, you know, destination, like you have North America, then you have Latin America and all these other places. And you have like one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom. Uh, I think it was also a studio and you subscribe to a certain tier level and you can travel within that, that region under your tier and hit any other properties uh, at the same monthly rate without having to worry about budget and increase or decrease and all, all this other stuff. Like you said, subscription living, um, which in my understanding for like the lack of business travel and business conventions and all the other stuff, that's kind of an ideal thing to do. You could easily be a, a business traveler and travel all over the country or certain countries and hit your kind of spots that you can get closer to time zones. So you're not having to do meetings at 2 AM or whatever. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's i uh, I've said it on the show before, but like me personally getting a travel subscription probably doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But if, if 
Marriott or IHG or Hilton or whatever came and said, your whole company gets it. And the company, like basically whenever anybody from Noiseware travels to LA or London or Miami or Atlanta or wherever, like they've got a place to stay. Mm-hmm. If you can flatline travel expenses in a business, mm-hmm. like that's incredible. And, and I think lots, that's how you buy loyalty, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you can literally buy loyalty by offering stuff that, that no one else offers. And uh, is that in the near, near future? Well, we've got an expert in the room that can probably tell us, but like, I would love to have a Delta subscription and <laughs> some sort of housing subscription. Um, then that'd be, I'd be set personally, professionally, like (laughs) I'd know exactly what to budget every year for travel expenses. Um, You know, it's, it's a winner. No, I, let's start it. I give the whole nose of our team a free bedroom membership already. Right? So this is how we can start with. This is how we're creating loyalty. But it's interesting what you said. You mentioned the student hotel in Zoko. Well, I think the guys behind Zoko are also connected to Citizen M, which also have this travel password, right? So they have a subscription and you can stay unlimited in their place all over the world. Of course, more than 30 days will be, 31 days will be, will be difficult, right? So they, of course, they know their maximum spend, but it's interesting and they're doing it also for companies. So I think it will be more common. I think it only makes sense for the chain so far or just collecting or just a collective of uh, individual hotels. And I think this paid loyalty is important. It's a bit, if you're looking at what, what we are offering as Bedroom, it's more like a paid loyalty program. Right? You're paying a subscription, but in return, you always have perks, upgrades, etc. for all the hotels that we have. So make sure you're always the best price. You get your upgrade when it's possible. You get a specific voucher, for example, for the restaurants. There's, so there's a lot of extras. I think that's really important. So at the end, it's also a bit combination of, uh, of, of both. In the end, soon we're launching with one of the biggest hotel chains, something extra, so you will get extra perks, for example, offered by them if you're just using Bedroom. So at the end, you're creating more loyalty as well. Uh, and I think what is important in subscriptions is that if somebody is subscribing and paying for your service, you should be the most loyal customer you could have. You only make sure that he just stays with you, right? You're creating a relationship with him, that you just keep communicating with him and he just hear from you. I think that's so important because the only thing what you want to avoid if you have subscription is, is churn. Um, and again, yeah. what you said, I think brands like the Student Hotel, I remember two years ago, we took the whole team to Amsterdam. Uh, we were the 80 people we booked. We actually stayed in the Student Hotel in the uh, Netherlands. Actually, I think Soku and the Student Hotel, they're both Dutch, by the way. Yeah. So uh, good things come from Holland. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's interesting to see. And you can see now they're moving to different areas. Citizen M, of course, is also Dutch. So you can see quite some innovation in those parts here. Um, I think I've just realized that this, this morning I was so that when I took the bicycle for the first time again to the office, but nevertheless. So it really, it's a Dutch episode this time almost. But let's, <laughs> let, let, let's continue. But I think when you're looking at subscription and loyalty, I think loyalty is the one who could just help you during difficult times, right? If you just have a loyal base, it's when you want to recover. The first mm-hmm. one you're thinking about where you, should, where you want to stay is the one you have a relationship with. So I think that's what, what... And you can see now, for example, Expedia launched a few days ago. They want to go more into loyalty was really make sense, right? So they just want to do more in this loyalty space. Uh, TripAdvisor Plus is a loyalty program and they're just going to do a paid loyalty program. That's why they, uh, that, that they pay uh, people nine, pay, it is it 99 bucks for, uh, for discount. So I think subscriptions is, is kind of loyalty, but more paid loyalty, but you can only do a subscription when you have really a group of users or travelers, which are super happy with your brand. They're an ambassador, right? As soon 
Uh, and again, what is really important, that's still a difficulty in, in, in travel and also regarding load to programs, how often do you travel? And Michael just said that like, if you travel once or twice per year, does it really make sense to take a paid loyalty program? Then you might choose somebody just to take a maybe loyalty program to get some points and during the years you just increase. But you'll see that the airlines, for example, if they would have some recurring income, it will help them a lot. Uh, but the other hand is the first time when you, when you want to travel from uh, whatever, from, from New York to Los Angeles, and you could take four different airlines, you take the one where you have a subscription. Not even looking at the other ones probably. And even though you might, the other one maybe a few euro cheaper, it's still a few dollars cheaper in your case. Mm -hmm. You still might not even choosing the other one because you want to use your membership. Yeah, so, and you, uh, you nailed it too. It's not just about a price break, but it's about how the brand treats you too. Correct, like, correct. I've, I've had actually through Oasis Collections in the past had premier loyalty levels with Hyatt and I would pretty much just stay with Hyatt until mm -hmm. that loyalty membership expired and and now I'm I'm open for anybody again. If <laughs> anyone, anyone has top tier loyalty they want to send, it gets me a guaranteed upgrade every single time. Um, count me in. But Mike, uh, <laughs> I, like I give you a gold status of bedroom. No, we have only one tier. It's it's a, a good point though. Like I get upgraded on Delta fifty percent, sixty percent of the time. There's no reason I would fly anywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, if I know at a certain hotel brand, I'm getting free breakfast and free like premier internet or whatever and free upgrades every time I check in and I get to go to the line that doesn't have a, a check-in line. I just walk up and they let me in and give me my key. They know when I'm arriving and like, mm -hmm. it's, it's all about making it easy for those that travel a lot. And it's, it's fun sometimes to travel. Like if I travel with my wife or one of my best friends or something that doesn't travel often, it's like there's a whole other world that exists of people that travel a lot. VIP. Well, it's the it's the lounge at the airport. It's upgrades yeah. on the flight. It's it's an upgraded room. It's a expedited line. It's the keys. It hurts that they just like give to you when you walk up, and and there's no line. And take your pick. Like it's uh, it's a different world of traveling, but you have to you earn loyalty every time you have an, an interaction with the, the guests and, you know, to lose a, a guest like any of us on this show that historically have traveled a ton is, is a big, big financial loss for yeah. me. Well, we talk about it all the time too. Like, mm -hmm. like I tell everybody Delta is the best because it's, you know, everything's out of, out of Atlanta's direct. Everything's a, an upgrade if you're gold, platinum, whatever. So, do they yeah. sponsor you, Michael, or not? You get paid for it. Not yet. Five we, times need, we need or? we need Skip to sponsor <laughs> us. We need Delta to sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> Will, do your job, man. <laughs> I'll get Marriott too. We gotta get them. Marriott, Skip, and Delta be a killer combo. Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna say one thing before I let uh, Ross jump in. I know you have a lot of good points. But for me, you said one, one thing you said is that you have to engage that, that loyal member, right? So in my marketing mind, uh, you have the people that you're trying to acquire to get onto the membership program or the, the subscription, but then you have the people that are on it. Now you have to get them using it and engaged. And so like you have to create special marketing towards them, um, you know, personalized 
marketing towards them, knowing that, okay, these are people that are traveling. These are people that want our brand. These are people that when they are having an issue with their reservation or they need to change, change something with their stay, that if they get a message from, you know, whatever the, the customer service person is, um, saying, I'm sorry, uh, unfortunately, due to the ticket type or whatever, uh, we can't make any change. Even though you're a, a subscribed member and you have thousands of miles and all this other stuff, you're going to be driving that out. So changing the, I guess, the one, the way how you market towards them, the way that everything goes with them, because they're taking the time to really stay loyal to your brand. They're not hopping on, like, Michael, you're not hopping on Alaska because you're going to stay with Delta for the many reasons that you just shared. Um and then my question to this, because the article that we were seeing says, but do the numbers work? And I'm curious because there are extended stay hotels. There, there are hotels that kind of go off of this flex living where you can live there slash, it's, you know, professionally around like a hotel, uh, you know, housekeeping, maintenance, all that good stuff. Is that going to go away? I want to come back really quick first to the previous point is this relationship, right? And the thing that's so important, we had a long discussion about it this morning in here in the office about how can we make this whole experience more personal? Because at the end, I think still sometimes loaded programs, you're just a number. I think is the worst thing you can do is just giving a number to somebody, just try to make yeah. it more personal. And even the email address is already more personal, right? But next to this part, I think it's so important. And we just say, how can we really during the booking process or doing something, how can we really personally interact with somebody, right? I think that's more important. You see the trend now also more, you see the hoppers of this world, we mentioned in the past, they raised quite uh, significant amounts, more go into a uh, travel agent uh, approach instead of just sending traffic. So I think it is really important to, when you have a subscription of what to build loyalty, that you actually are able to, to connect and to interact with somebody from the company, right? If Michael wants to have something done or just want to have an upgrade, that he doesn't have to be standing in the same line or waiting half an hour on the phone uh, just to have a small thing modified. So this is just to come back. And I think when you're looking back at the, the housing part, I think, well, there was one of the big trends we also was discussed last week during the, uh, the I Meet Hotel conference, actually, was this, and there was, and also in Skip, was digital nomads path, uh, path right? So you just, they're increasing a lot. You just want to have the flexibility. They become more flexible last year already. And I think this will be the more you just actually make this flexible out there. So also in workspaces and so not by... Again, it's a 30-month contract. That's it. No, make it really flexible, right? And then, of course, combine it with, with great revenue management, where, uh, which can be done by uh, on the previous or the next week again, I think, in the minute, minute talk. But I think when you combine this, and at the end, that's what still a lot of hotels doesn't do well. But if you're just making it really flexible, if you want to stay somewhere three weeks, you can stay three weeks. Adjust your pricing. You want to stay somewhere four months, you can stay somewhere four months. And I think theirs, theirs has to be done a lot, right? And if you want to stay somewhere two hours because you just want to have a rest somewhere, just want to work from there, that should be possible as well. I think there we can really drive a lot of revenue and target a new audience. Yeah, I mean, I think to your point, Michael, and to your question, Will, uh, is it proven, has it been done before? Yes, I mean, there's there's evidence in Amsterdam with Student Hotel, mm -hmm. they're in, I think they just bought a Rome property and Zoku is expanding, but it's gonna, it also takes the right partners on the property side, patient capital, not, not venture capital who wants to spend a profit and mm -hmm. turn around, package it up in two years. Like you need patient capital that says, Hey, we're going to try all these different things. Some might work. Some might fail. The ones that fail, we're going to iterate on. 
and and we're going to be patient. But this this is the future. This is going to work. We just you know it's a, a puzzle that we just need to put all the pieces in the right spot. Um, I, I think without a doubt, like the big the biggest loser in COVID times was office space in general. Mm-hmm. And if you can bring some office space into these flexible living locations, there's your win, right? Like people, yeah. people still like to get out of their house and, and see a change of scenery, or maybe mm-hmm. they need to because of their roommate or their dog or their whatever. But if it's right downstairs, you can pop up, go back and forth. You got a coffee shop that you can walk you know, next door to, or it, it's, it creates a, a community in which people are really proud to be a part of. And uh, I think I think we're gonna see the rise of subscri- subscription living, flexible housing, you know, truly full, fully vertically integrated mixed use properties. And it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna be really fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and be a part of, right? Like, I think yeah, we're all- for sure be in a good spot um you know the, the best part about noise aware is anytime someone rests their head at night and wants a peaceful night of sleep and gotta make sure your neighbors aren't loud and uh, anytime somebody wants to travel a ton you just get a, mem- a membership with bidroom boom you see bang bang and anytime, and anytime <laughs> you want a good podcast you get on slick talk or good morning hospitality either way so, one, out a, one out a day it's incredible <laughs> we can cover your day, isn't it? The day and night. And if you want to read something nice, take a skip subscription, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that brings me to my last point. This uh, episode is brought to you by Skift. I'm just kidding. <laughs> send an email. Start. Well, let's just pretend that we're sponsored by them. And then by enough times, we're just sending them episodes saying that we're sponsored by them. They'll hopefully be like, okay. Yeah. Where's our, where's our subscription, guys? We're sponsored by you. <laughs> just, yeah. just check if there's an employee who just resigned or just left the company right before. And I said, no, but we agreed with him, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> no, no, but... That's awesome. Well, no, good, good stuff. Good stuff, guys. Uh, this is a good episode. I think definitely more to talk about this as things evolve in the industry. There's going to be some stuff that probably happens and we're all going to be just dying to talk about it. So um, pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Again, great, great convo. Love hanging out with you guys every Monday. But uh, as of right now, that's all we got. So we'll see everybody next week. And this was your Good Morning Hospitality Season 2, Episode 3.